Daily Pursuit Podcast. I hope that in whatever you're pursuing in your life, that these episodes leave you feeling more empowered, motivated, and inspired to continue to go after what you want and achieve the success that you desire. It's time to level up. Have you considered the first 30 days that you work with a client and all that goes on within them? This is such an important component that I don't think many people are putting enough time and energy into really refining what those first 30 days look like. Health and fitness professionals may have a onboarding process, but many don't have it really refined down to what does that 30 days truly look like? And I believe that if you take the time to refine that process, to really get super specific on what those 30 days look like when someone starts with you and 30 days later, then you are going to see greater success, greater retention, greater buy-in, greater praise, greater referrals with your business and with that client. So a few things that we need to do in those 30 days to make them as effective as possible. First and foremost is establishing clear expectations and goals and outcomes that you're looking to do. If we're not clear on expectations, then a client is going to be left feeling like they should have achieved something already by some point because there was no guidelines, constraints around how things should go. What is actually feasible in what period of time? What is communication going to look like? What are the frequency and intensity of workouts going to look like? If there's no clarification on expectations for how things are going to flow, then you're lost right off the bat. doesn't matter 30 days, 90 days, doesn't matter. You haven't set clear expectations. So from the get-go, you need to set clear expectations so that the client understands what the process is going to look like. Here's what this first 30 days are going to look like. On day one, we're going to do this. On day seven, we're going to do this. On day 14 is this. We're going to keep moving through that 30 days and really outline what the expectations are over those 30 days and then beyond. Next, we need to ensure right off the bat that we are assessing the client's fitness level, their health and fitness level. If you are not doing this as a health and fitness professional by now, you need to figure out what it is that your assessment strategy is going to look like. If you need help with this, please, whether it's myself or someone else, get help to figure out how to create a proper assessment strategy. Because if you are not assessing people, we're just wasting time. You're not going to be as effective as you can be. And clients need to have things assessed so that they can understand the progress they're making. You are doing yourself a disservice to yourself in the industry by not assessing clients. We need to see where limitations are, where there's areas of opportunity to work on, and that happens in an assessment. So assess the client. This not only is important for their physical output, but also for building trust and buy-in. They will have greater confidence in your skill set and abilities by doing an assessment, right? It doesn't need to be anything complicated, but simply by doing an assessment, you are going to build trust and buy-in. And those first 30 days by doing that, you can get some markers that suggest some limitations in some way, shape, or form and go, okay, over the next 30 days, 
If we do this work, we should see a change in this. So it gives expectation, it gives timeline some constraints, and it gives some timeline for success, which is so important for clients. They need to understand when they should see some success, and the shorter time frame we can make that success happen, the better. So make sure you are assessing their current fitness level. From there, we want to ensure that we're providing effective support and guidance and laying out what that looks like. Now, supporting guidance is more than just, you know, a comment on their workout that they're doing or, you know, a high five after a workout. Supporting guidance is truly listening to them. Active listening is key in regards to your coaching ability and skill set and your communication skill set. So lay out what the supporting guidance is going to look like for them, especially over those first 30 days. Double down on it. Provide such immense support and guidance over those first 30 days that they are just blown away by how they're feeling supported and the guidance that they have. Because then after the 30 days, it may, you know, decrease a little bit as far as the supporting guidance. It may change, but you going all in in those first 30 days helps to build such trust and buy-in with them. And they feel so supported that when you go and transition to the next phase after that first 30 days, they feel so confident already in their abilities and in the support that they're getting that you're just going to continue along a, a good path with them. So make sure you outline what the supporting guidance looks like. Lay out the framework for check-ins, etc. that you're going to have with them and you'll start to see them achieve more success because they feel that support and they f- they're better guided along the way. And then last but not least, track progress and make adjustments. Something that, you know, I didn't initially make this, uh, come up with this statement, but uh, 95% or coaches, the best coaches in the world, I should say, write the best programming. However, 95% of the time, they change it. Again, the best coaches in the world write the best programming, but 95% of the time, they change it. So track progress, but make adjustments. You showing them and really doubling down on progress, especially in that first 30 days as far as what is happening, how things are going, making adjustments, showing that flexibility to them, showing the willingness to change and adapt to their needs and what's going on with them is going to build confidence within them. It's going to make them feel better about what they are doing and who they are working with, which means they're going to sing your praises. When they talk to someone else about you, they're going to talk about how yeah, I came in one day and I was just really feeling like this and coach was like on it and he changed things or she changed things and, you know, made my workout specific to what I needed that day. And, oh, it was so awesome. So track progress, make adjustments as needed. Don't be so tied into it needing to be a certain way. You need to understand the person in front of you. And so if you can double down on this in the first 30 days and really show them that care and consideration, then they're going to achieve more success, but also you're going to build such a better buy-in and trust with them that you are going to achieve more success yourself as a coach. So double down on these things in the first 30 days. Create clear expectations. Assess, assess, assess. Uh, It provides the support and guidance to like another level within those first 30 days for sure. And then adjust as needed after that. And then track progress and make adjustments where needed. Build that trust and buy-in with them. You double down in the first 30 days with a new client and make that experience so immensely powerful and and just 
energetic and awesome for them, they're going to stick around. They're going to refer people to you. They're going to see greater success and it's going to be such a, a better outcome overall. Level up. In the darkest of days, sometimes we find out who we are. Be the change or hit the bottom, hit it hard. We have a choice, yeah, we can take the power away and turn it into something to believe in. Believe in, it's up to you. It's up to you.